0: Hello everybody, it's Graham Cope with another My Music. I hope you're well wherever you are. If you're traveling down the M25, be careful. There's cones in that central reservation. Uh but now, in a minute, I'm gonna be speaking to the wonderful Grey Wynn. First, let's have some analogue trash video uh and go and visit the website afterwards. <laughs> Hello, folks. How are you? Would you like to introduce yourself to the world?
1: Hello, I'm Steph from Greywind. I sing in Greywind.
2: <laughs> and I'm Paul from Greywind, and I play guitar in Greywind. How are you? And, and you are siblings, is that not yes, correct Yes, you are from the south of Ireland in a town called Killarney. Yes.
0: Yeah. Ah, and growing up in that part of the world,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your kind of music didn't really
2: <laughs> no prevail
1: yeah it's all like traditional Irish music here so me and Paul being emo <laughs> it, it was uh, it was a lot we used to actually go busking like in our town and we used to play like Taking Back Sunday Mike and Michael McRomance songs and no one had a clue who they were and I think they thought we wrote those songs yeah,
2: <laughs> and I think that's even why we're a two-piece is because mm-hmm. like we could never we could never find a band yeah we tried to like turn like we auditioned one guy who was like this traditional like crazy traditional Irish player mm-hmm. and like we tried to turn in the email but the next day he was like oh, I'm too busy with college so that's when the kind of the craziness started and we started
1: ourselves, started ourselves. Yeah. and it was like
2: from day one it's been insane so but we'll we'll tell you our story and it is crazy but it's yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: amazing isn't it you know you're know, imagining that that part of the that part of the world and that that kind of place, you know, you're trying to trying to go out and find a drummer or something, yeah. exactly. And and yeah. then you know, some guy turns up with a washboard. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> and like people probably like the one guy who auditioned probably thought we were insane because I was doing a speech saying our aim is to be one of the biggest bands in the world, and we had never even played a show yet so we probably scared him away even more yeah right, so. but
1: we've always had our vision and our goal of what we want to do and yeah paul definitely scared him I definitely <laughs> scared him, <but> yeah.
0: <laughs> so where did where did this love of the kind of music that you you make and and you obviously love to listen to as well where did it where did it come from
2: like kerrang, kerrang and scuzz yeah. like an mtv it's kind of like yeah. seeing those like like hearing like Mike McCromance for the first time and taking back the Sunday. Band.
1: Yeah, for me, I remember seeing Michael McGroman's on, I think it was at Top of the Pop Saturday or something. <laughs> Just some random Saturday morning, I saw Michael McGroman's video come up and I was like, oh my God, who is this? And then from then on, I become obsessed yeah. and Paul introduced me to so many emo bands that he'd go to school and his friends would be sharing CDs and stuff. And Ryanair
2: used to do like yeah. two cent flights because we live in like the south of, south of Ireland dublin is three and a half hours away from us mm-hmm. so it's still a trip yeah. so ryanair used to do two cent flights like literally two cents <laughs> yeah. so every weekend we'll fly over to london because it'd be cheaper than going to dublin mm-hmm. to see like like jimmy world and um Take like back Take Him back sunday and like so many of our favorite bands we grew up listening to so mm-hmm. that inspired us so much being able to like see like
1: See them as they were in that era. In to their- be, I'm so happy we got to kind of live yeah. through that emo era yeah. as well. Did you
2: Did you meet anyone
0: in those early days? Were you lucky yeah. enough to meet any- and okay, who did you meet, and you know <laughs> what advice did they give you?
1: I remember meeting Adam and Zara and all of Taking Back Sunday, and they were like, I remember we followed them around the country. Like we went yeah. on, we basically toured with them.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> we,
2: with like, them.
1: we just just toured like,
2: with uh, them without touring with them. Without yeah. Actually, yeah. But we just, weren't that cool, we'd have our parents with us. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I
1: was literally like fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I remember meeting them, and they were always so nice and just always getting pictures and just i would ask them oh will you dedicate this song to me tonight (laughs) they would i was that annoying girl so even now when like we have
2: the same thing happening to us Mm -hmm. with our fans like it's like it means so much to us like even like yesterday i spent like three hours responding to comments It's because it means we knew growing up like a simple comment or a like from a a band you love like means so much and like even like, like
1: even now, I still remember that. That's why Taking like, Back Sunday is yeah, exactly. still one of my favorite bands because yeah. they weren't just amazing at their music; they were just such nice people as well. And it's so nice when a band you love is actually nice as well. Like that's a massive bonus. Because like, not, not
0: it ruins your world when they're exactly, not
1: exactly exactly it just yeah so, it. Oh. It, it destroys your heart like <laughs> it's so sad yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. now it's like it's lovely when you do you meet. And, and I've been privileged, me and they're doing this. Uh, and, and actually, I, I started in radio uh, just as I got to university as well. And I was lucky enough to go and interview a whole load of bands then. And it it's fantastic when you meet people that are actual heroes of yours.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're just normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's always from what my experience and i don't know if you agree Paul, well, of it's always like the smaller bands who aren't any bit famous <laughs> that are the ones that are
0: horrible yeah. <laughs> who are up their own bo- backside. yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's always so the weird. biggest bands are always the loveliest like yeah. like we've met like we like like we grew up like like you me at six for example like yeah. one of the biggest like bands in the uk scene growing up for, for yeah. us and like we used to like go busking playing their songs and luckily mm. like was it like three years ago we support them in Dublin and Belfast, and they got champagne. Like they we're, just, we're some, just a support band, and yeah. we walk back and saying thanks so much, Graven, for supporting us. It's yeah. kind of like little things like that yeah. means like it's so, yeah. especially with Grant, a band we grew up like loving yeah. so much. And even when we used to get those two cent flights, mm-hmm. one of the bands we saw was that American band Thrice, and mm-hmm. we saw them in the Kentish Town Forum, and it was what? like incredible. In and then four years later, we were supporting them at, at that same venue. venue. And they're the loveliest guys, so yeah, it's kind of—it's
1: just so nice, like like you said, when your idols are actually nice, because that could genuinely be earth shattering. (laughs) I think, yeah.
0: No, it is, is. and and it's also it's lovely when people uh, that you meet along the way aren't anything like their uh, their stage kind of presence as well. You know. Mm.
1: yeah even a lot want, of people say that about me they're like what well, you're very like quiet and like normal in real life and i'm and then on stage i'm like screaming but and all alter you go right, thing it's <laughs> like you have to be dramatic
0: <laughs> i was once introduced to alice cooper oh. um, by by another musician and he was wearing like a pringle uh brace. oh you know what i mean by that kind of like golfer's jumper
1: yeah yeah and yeah. They'd,
0: they'd been out together playing golf that day <laughs> and it was just so well spoken and, and there's this man you know wearing this this golfing jumper yeah, yeah. you just think i'm used you to you with like blood dripping from but you know that it, it's and he said well you know darling it's all part of this part yeah. of the show you part know
2: show. Yeah, exactly absolutely
0: yeah. um we've got a, a a multitude of different people that have been in here before i don't know whether you can see any of these people is is there somebody out there as well along the lines that i mean because i think you know it's well written about your kind of influences mm-hmm. but is there somebody that we wouldn't expect in there as well is there somebody that might you know might might have been a bit of a sort of secret passion I
1: don't i don't i think i think as well we we do love pop music yeah. and that like for songwriting i think that's really important because we we love a hook <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't always have to be like I don't know. I think a lot of people, if in rock bands, get scared of saying, "Oh, I, like I love Taylor Swift," and I, a lot of people might not expect that. And, and I, I think she's an incredible songwriter and a performer and singer. But and yeah, so I think Taylor I'm, Swift. I'm
0: very good at making money. Exactly. Uh, exactly uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got, you got to look at that business ethic, haven't you?
1: Yeah, really, exactly. Yeah. Business. Yeah, exactly. she's, encre- she's like, like, incredible.
2: She's just yeah. She's like if you were like or like saying, "Who would you love to tour with?" With the usual Mike and Michael romance yeah. and Jimmy World, but Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift yeah. Like I would take that yeah, stadium tour. Take take but yeah. <laughs>
1: Taylor, if you're listening. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. But yeah, in the way we write, we like combining even like when we were writing our debut album, we wanted to combine like emo to like pulse rock, bands yeah. like Caspian Explosions in the Sky, and then oh, and add then the Yeah,
1: that's
2: so that's why some people don't mm-hmm. that would probably be a surprise. Lead cigaras. Yeah. People bands like that would they wouldn't probably really expect from us. But when we then when you
1: explain it explain it you're like
2: Oh, I get yeah. now because the Cam to Start album one I is, think
1: it's more yeah. even like our debut album is more those bands than I would say like Micah McCroman's. I feel like yeah. Micah McCroman's and the Take My Sunday's are more of the songs, like even like our new single Antidote, we're leaning more into those bands yeah. more and our newer songs that we haven't released yet, it's, we're leaning more it's into It's kind of that, like yeah.
2: when we, we've we always had like a plan in our yeah. back from like day one, album one was always going to be a Cam to Storm record. And an album two is going to be faster paced. It's like we've had that vision since day one. So it's, yeah. I'm excited for people to see like the new side of us and the new songs we're about to release. Yeah,
0: is that was that partly because you wanted that first album to be a sort of more of an exploration of of music, and then the second album was once you've established yourself a little bit, this is what we want to play live. Is there, is there an I, element of that, I, or
1: for me, I think as well of like that album was written about such a kind of traumatic thing that happened our uncle actually committed suicide and that's mm. what basically every song on the album is us grieving and I feel like you can't I don't think we were just since we weren't inspired to write a fast kind of pop punk yeah. kind of song we Even just, like it wasn't yeah. that type of album yeah.
2: yeah it's kind of like like yeah that album is basically us grieving yeah. for 45 minutes and it's just yeah. like a such a yeah it's just but even like the bands were inspired by, like I said, like Caspian, mm-hmm. Explosions in the Sky, Cigarettes, and he's kind of like those bands, like brings like so much emotion. And but yeah, but yeah, we're just so proud of that record.
1: Yeah, and I feel like now the newer stuff, it's us. Like after playing a live show, we haven't, we hadn't played a sh- live show even at that point. It might have been different if we had played shows. Then maybe we would. Yeah, have, our, our yeah.
2: story is kind of crazy in the sense yeah. of I don't think that people would be able to even know, not many people know or be able to tell that mm-hmm. our debut album was written and recorded before we ever played a single live show. Yeah. Not, like, in our entire lives. Like, <laughs> this is the first band we ever started. Yeah. So, yeah, we were just thrown into, like, craziness immediately. Yeah.
0: I mean, vocal-wise, I've got to pick up on the vocals because, you know, having been a vocalist myself, you've got a pair of pipes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is, is there someone that you've looked up to in terms of vocal delivery i mean to me you yeah. you are a bit of a Haley williams
1: oh yeah. yeah she's incredible but for me it was more Jared way like the usual i'm going to say again admiral zara yeah. those emo vocalists like that's like Jared way especially dustin comes from thrice uh anthony green from circus vibe like those kind of Powerhouses where even like Chino from Deftones, where he can do that super soft, just yeah. beautiful, but then it can just erupt into this like howl. And basically. you,
0: and you <laughs> erupt when you erupt, right? <laughs> yeah. Like... If, if, if Folks, if you haven't heard this lady erupt, she erupts. I mean, <laughs> when it goes, the decimal meter is like,
1: <laughs> I know. I've been told to be quiet many times. <laughs>
0: ah, I, well, I was going to say that because i you, you know, you're, the, you're, especially like with the new single etc that's the kind of music which teenagers love because yeah. when that's played at home that's the point when when the vocal erupts where mum goes can you turn that racket down you know you know that you've made an impact
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how many everyone... times
0: did that happen at home when you were oh young,
1: my god, up. so many times! But then I, I discovered the iPod, <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mom was probably very happy when that happened.
2: But now <laughs> our parents absolutely are obsessed with our music. I can just yeah. hear, like my I can even like this morning I could hear my dad watching a Grey Wind reaction video on YouTube. So he blasts our music more than us now. Yeah, to be fair,
1: I mean. they love it. They love it. They're our biggest fans. <laughs>
2: well, that's, that's quite interesting. Do do you are you quite self critical
0: in terms of once you've done something you've got it out there. You I
1: think so... I, I am in not no I'm very always very like proud to put stuff out but in like a studio I'll be a bit critical but that's I think that's normal I think yeah. everyone does that but then afterwards like I trust what pro- I yeah, trust, when... trust it and I trust ourselves and I trust our producer and everything's so like, like I think yeah.
2: everyone bands like aim is like I feel like I'm in my favorite band yeah so in the studio watching these songs come to life and like like we're complete perfectionists. Even mm-hmm. like when we did our first album, like I didn't sleep for like six months. Like mm-hmm. literally, just for listening every day, every little detail of stuff. But um, but yeah. So then once it's out and like finished recorded, yes. I'm just so proud. I wouldn't change a single yeah. thing, even first album and even these new songs that people are about to hear. It's like I wouldn't change a thing. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited for people to. hear
0: Are you it. quite fussy with each other in the studio? Do you, are you good at getting the best out of each other? I mean. Um,
1: no, I think we're good. We're good. Yeah, we, we're, we're surprisingly
2: we're, calm. We're though. very
1: lucky that I was saying this before, I've said this like every interview we've ever done of we have the same brain when it comes to music. I feel like that's the one thing we never fight on. It's just yeah. we just completely get everything it. else yeah, yeah or everything, for, else. everything else we just hate each other
2: oh, <laughs> like, like she saw my lucas <laughs> sport yesterday i'm still raging like. <laughs> that, <laughs> love but, it yeah like you have the same vision yeah completely like we like i said we grew up in the same bands we have like the same references so i feel like, like so. even
1: when when we write it's usually paul will come up with like the base idea of it and bring it to me and then we work on it together and i know I have never hated anything you've ever written, like, like ever. Like so far, <laughs> like so far so good. <laughs> Finger touch it. But, like, yeah. but yeah, so it's we're lucky in that sense that it, we've just we just get it. And get even other, with the way yeah. like
2: we're not like Pro Tools Garage Band, we're yeah. not that type of band at all. No. We're like like still now, like we just get voice memo on my phone. I'll yeah. sing in acoustically um and show it to Steph and then she'll sing it back. And then we'll get her phone, put voice modes on that, she'll add harmonies. I'll play lead while she's doing harmonies, and we'll have the worst recording <laughs> of a song. But we'll know if that sounds like a banger when we in a studio, what that how good it will sound. So yeah. we that's still what we do. Like yeah, we've had hard. managers say, Can you send me like uh garage band demos? And we're like, No, no, <laughs> no, no, trust us. Yeah. And it's I worked love it. for-
0: <laughs> I love this. So so Paul does a guide vocal for you in the first yeah. place. Or, yeah, okay. So does when he does that? Does he go? Does he go as high as you go? He does or does he? Go...
1: <laughs> he does a lot of false
2: self. <laughs> I have the worst, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're yeah. there, right? Like yeah. The yeah, worst voice memos of all time, like. People, people I say it. I can sing, You can. on sing. these voice memos, it will seem like I can't, because no, I'm just you're doing trying, work.
1: No, kind of trying to sing what I would sing. That's yeah, I,
2: yeah. <laughs> And there's some
1: of him at, like, at like 3 a.m. when he's, like, in his room, yeah. and he'll show it to me the next day, and it's Paul like, whispering. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, like, yeah. And then I'm trying to, like, figure out what well, he's <laughs>
2: But then like, she gets it immediately, yeah. and then we perfect the melody and the yeah. lyrics together, and it yeah. just watching it come to life. Is, even in the so studio, it's kind of like going from... We never really usually have a proper demo. It's usually... Rough voice memo, and then we're in the studio, and it it's basically nothing really changes because I don't yeah. know where we've lived with songs for so long and melodies, yeah, even like these new songs. Every new song that's about to be heard, um, we wrote these songs before Afterthoughts even came out, so we've yeah. been yeah. sitting with melodies for like six years. Yeah. So I'm like, if I still love these, people are going to lose their minds when they hear the finished versions. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, th- this leads to another question, which is when. Uh, the songs made and it's all been professionally produced or whatever. Do those voice uh, memos get deleted, or do you keep those on your phone? No, we I mean,
2: we still have them. We yeah. have them all. You still have
0: them. So, yeah. so in years to come, just yeah. like uh, what we saw with Ed Sheeran when he, I think it was the Jonathan Ross show or whatever, you will one day appear yeah. on the Jonathan Ross show and you go, "Actually, be. no, uh, we do sound like this, or, or we did sound like." Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> local
1: look how amazing it changes <laughs> <laughs> so we have paul singing original yeah 4am well.
2: just whispering the melodies <laughs> like,
0: yeah. that's uh, brilliant oh that's where that's i mean it's great that you've got such a great relationship there that really pulls those out um do you do a question for you steph do you actually find um do you find studio singing difficult in, in terms of or have you had to learn to do that in terms of you know, they're quite dead places, aren't they? Yeah.
1: I ha- I remember when we were recording Afterthoughts, I found it difficult just because of how much pressure it was, because it was our first Everyone's album. Everyone's looking at you. Yeah, it was our first <laughs> album. I've never played a show before. I'm supposed to be the lead singer of a band. This is going down in my legacy. I'll be dead when people are listening to this in the future. <laughs> like, the- I haven't had a massive, like- Gets into here. Yeah, I kind of had a freak out, I'm not going to lie. I was having panic attacks every day. It was a whole thing. But it worked for the album because I do sound emotional on it, so it worked. (laughs) So for that sense, yeah, it was great because I literally was crying. But but then as I got, I feel like I went through the worst of it that now, even when we were in the studio recently, it was the best experience ever. And I feel so much more confident. I know exactly what I want to do. I'm not scared to try things anymore, like with my vocals. Like, I don't, I feel like I know what I'm doing now. And I feel like even after playing shows and stuff, I know the type of vocalist I want to be as well. I feel like Afterthoughts was such a great, like kind of soft camp to storm And now I feel like I can kind of go into my more rage era, <laughs> but still obviously yeah, our classic soft to, camp to storm moments and songs. Yeah. But, but yeah, I feel like now for me, the studio, I just close my eyes and pretend I'm playing a show.
0: So. <laughs> do, do, do you know, do you feel, you know, as a, as a band, what, who and what you need in the studio now as well
2: yeah i think I mean, like we're very like a, we're like with us not being like so kind of not anti-technology like pro tools guys about mm. we we always trust the producer yeah so even like even this last record like we were in la like two weeks ago and when we recorded antidote was like was it two months two ago months in august ago, yeah. um we completely like we had a zoom call with um it was produced by um sam guiana and um our manager casey um who plays in the wonder years and like they come when we sent over the songs and you know when people just get you immediately and even the reference like before i'm even saying references they're saying references all this vibe and so yeah we're very we go in there and me and steph are so relaxed and we just let them we knew
1: what they we knew that they knew what we yeah, wanted. I can, that
2: yeah, I know some bands go in there and they will be like, oh my God, I need to control everything. We are very like, we trust the people we've chosen. So yeah, yeah, and
1: they love like Sam and Casey love the same bands we love. So they completely get our vision of what we want to do. We want to basically combine all of our favourite bands, but then make it ours, if yeah. that makes sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, how big, how important is it to you uh, that you have a manager like Casey? And big shout out to Casey, by the way, because I've dealt with Casey uh, in 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 this interview, and he is a wonderful guy. I'm going to say that now because he's he's very kind of uh, open and generous with his time, and, and um, you know, you can see that he clearly loves some music. I, I feel there's a lot of managers out there that actually are just gatekeepers, and they really oh, yeah. don't have any kind of feeling with the band.
1: Yeah. They no, don't have we, any
2: kind of connection. We
1: experience oh. that even in our – we've had previous managers before – that if you want like, to go, like, yeah, go into, have a bit of a story. We can go into a mini
2: story if you want us to, like, even to tie into that. Yeah. So, like I said, we live in the south of Ireland. Could never find a band, but no, no one. So one day we were like, will we just let's finish our first. We never even finished writing a song, okay? Because we were always waiting for the band members to come. Yeah. You mean? <laughs> so we're like, okay, let's finish our first ever song, and then let's just book ourselves in the studio next week because it will force us to finish this song. So we just booked into a studio. Went up there, we were so nervous. Mm-hmm. Never been to a studio in Atari lives. We just asked the producer, can you just put program drums in it on bass? So we we're like, oh my God, we're gonna hear what we sound like as a full band for the first time ever. Yeah. Cause like I said, we never used like garage band yes. or ever played. So, and we recorded and it's a song called Afterthoughts and we hit, listen to it back and we're like, oh my God. We're so like, then we were wow, like, "This is amazing." so then we were it's like, like let's just post it on SoundCloud and YouTube tomorrow. Our first demo, never played a show, posted online. The next day, every single major labels emailed us. Yeah. We're like... We thought people were making
1: fake emails. We, like lying. Did past. you? We literally had wow. to email them and we found LinkedIn's. And we are like, wait, no, these are real people. We're <laughs> I mean, no
2: joke. We <laughs> put our first ever song. Yeah. We have no connection to industry. Yeah. We have no fans. Yeah. We're not connected to anyone. Yeah. Warner Brothers, Sony and Universal email us the next day. We're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I had to go for a walk just to clear my head. To take, So I took my dog for a walk. 10 minutes down the road, I realized I'm just holding my dog's lead and I forgot my <laughs> dog at home. And I, my head was spinning. That is it a true story. Was, it was crazy. Yeah. So anyway, we that. got back and then I, more emails pouring, like loads of big management companies and they're all like, do you have other songs? Mm-hmm. And are you signed? We're like, oh yeah, we have oh. loads of songs. We didn't. We only <laughs> had that one song. <laughs> so um, then the next week, we're flown over to London by big management companies mm-hmm. and we're like, we, me and Steph were like, "What the hell is we going?" We were so
1: confused. We were like these two little kids from Ireland, and we were just like, "Oh my god, we're in London in a in a big building." Yeah. <laughs> like so, so straight.
2: Yeah. So then we ended up like we had thought the meetings went well, so we ended up signed to a management company. So immediately, these strangers are negotiating a major record yeah. record deal, and we've known them for like probably around twenty six minutes. <laughs> so that's kind of like the music industry, so yeah. Kind of... And then
1: you're putting you're putting your life basically. Into other people's hands, and we were so obviously new to it, and naive, and young, obviously, yeah. and and you're you're trusting these people with your life, and
2: oh.
1: learn obviously not. To yeah, do that. So then
2: we we ended up signing a deal <laughs> with Universal. Yeah. Um. So straight away, our management, this new metal, getting a massive cut of a record deal yeah. immediately. So then, um, they were like, we had these meetings. They're like, okay, record your debut album. But we, so me that's and,
1: why we. Were so so me it. and
2: Steph like we'd leave the meeting and be like. Wait, shouldn't we be doing like an EP and then like touring and then doing another EP? But then we're like, oh no! But these are they're professionals. These are <laughs> they
0: should know what they're doing,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. we like, Oh, but we're we're the new ones to this. They know what they're yeah. doing. So that's why it makes sense when you hear Steph saying, "I'm in." We're thrown. We're flown to Texas. So so we signed a deal. They we're said they said spend two months writing the album and then fly to Texas. So, like, so, so
1: we, it was all very fast. So that, that would make sense of why then when I was in Texas recording the album. Why she's oh,
2: having a, I, a panic attacks yeah. of like this album and why I didn't sleep for six months because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this album is going to represent, represent us, us for our entire life. Yeah. But luckily for us, we had a vision of we know what our band is. Yeah,
1: where other uh, bands wouldn't haven't been as lucky and they and they rush into it and then they don't know what they're doing and then they hate their first album and yeah. they never play any so, songs
2: like yeah we went in like i know yeah. what i want to sound like yeah. even like we're kind of like we did what we want like in the sense we had like we had messages hey can you write faster songs or we're like no, no, no this is, this is now what? hey can you write some bonus tracks no you're getting Will no.
1: you write a paramore song Would you write,
2: like, no, <laughs> no no so basically so then we sent them the demos to the album before and they were like singing along to them. We were like, Oh my God, we're doing what they want. We want. And this major label's loving it. So we're like, okay. So then they flew us to Texas. We were there for a month. We recorded that and we were so proud of it. And like, I don't think anyone could tell that that band had never played a show. And so then, um, we get back, um, a month later, after we're back, we get a call from our management saying, Hey guys, some bad news. Um, uh, Universal are dropping the six acts that made them no money this year and you're one of them. And we are like, we didn't release any music yet. They sent us straight to Texas. Like, what so the they hell? they
1: spent all this money on an album and all that. it. Yeah. But, they, but then they were very kind. They gave us our rights back and our the rest of our events, which is rare, which is very nice. They didn't so, shell of yeah. us. They could have done a lot worse. Yeah,
2: so our management yeah. at the time said, okay, but it's all good. We're going to get you. go. You, they're giving the rights back and our management at the time had their own label through Universal. So they were like, to be honest, nothing's changed. We're the label now. We're going to release it through our side of the universe. So we're like, oh, we weren't
1: really happy we're... with that. But again, we tried our trust. We were like, okay,
2: okay. Yeah. But we could <laughs> we could tell from that day that our management switched off. The day we were dropped. But for me and Steph, nothing had changed. It was like we we done. Zayn Law was playing our music. Like freaking out over our songs we and we're
1: gaining, fans, gaining new fans, even though it wasn't, we didn't have a massive fan base, we still had fans, which meant so much to us, yeah. And but so
2: yeah. then, um, so then, uh, we played our first ever shows, we got got played Reading and Leeds, um, and then our, our album was supposed to come out was it in like say October, so we would have played 15 shows, so unlike
1: this isn't How good. are we?
2: Why are we releasing an album <laughs> when we played fifteen shows? It it made my we were starting to be wise to and wait. And then
1: we could see like everyone else playing shows on the roster, and we were thinking, why are we the only? It yeah. was just really weird. So anyway, so yeah. yeah, we were like,
2: we just want to do a tour ourselves, and we don't like just let us play shows. They're like, no, you won't sell any tickets. And then we were like, I don't care. We just this is all we want to do. We just want to play shows, play shows. Yeah. and they said okay, you can let, you can play a, a, London a one-off show. London show. And it was our first ever headline show and we made it be on the day our album came out and it was the 17th show we ever played and we sold it out. Our first ever debut headline show. We did it in a St. Pancras church in London. Very gothic. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. We had people flying from like Czech Republic and Spain and yeah. Ireland and they had our logo, our gasoline rose logos. And we're like, Oh my god we're doing something special here without being able to fully start
1: yet so imagine if we had toured all this year what yeah. then would happen and then i feel like they just couldn't ever see it they were always focused yeah. on another band on the roster or so, something so anyway
2: yeah. months we were like oh, but we like we sold out that show that will show them and then our management finally and label at the time was finally trying to start like war- We'll feel like they can feel real like show us that they care. Yeah. So anyway, we didn't play another show for six months. But when we did play, it was at Rockham Ring in Germany. Like holy, sh- like bucket yeah. list moment. And I remember us walking out. It's our 18th show, and we're playing this 10,000 capacity arena in Rock and Park. When we found out it was arena, we were like, <laughs>
1: we're like no. "No one's going <laughs> to be
2: there." This is our 18th show. We walked out. People had Irish flags chanting yeah. "Kerry," where we're from. And it's we were like, crazy. we were like looking to the side stage, hoping our management would be there seeing this. I was like, oh my god, can you see now? Yeah,
1: are you seeing it? But like, then,
2: oh two months later, I got a random call from someone at the company saying, our management company saying, "Hey guy, hey Paul, like the lead singer wasn't isn't even on the call. the call." Like, I'm it just, just getting...
1: showed the lack of respect yeah. and care. So you know, I yeah,
2: I randomly get a one minute call, um, saying, "Hey Paul, I'm just letting you know, like a lot of the bands on the roster are releasing albums next year." It's not really a much much time for Graven anymore, but um, all the best. And I was like, okay, thank you.
1: So he had to tell me that then. So I was like, thank was... you so much. And for... then the next day, our agent dropped us. Yeah. So we kind of lost it from having everything. I say that loosely, yeah. but to nothing in within like two years. Yeah. Was do you know a... what I,
0: I wanted to give you the time to tell that whole story because there's so many young there's bands and yeah. artists that need to hear that whole story. Yeah. That is that is the state of the music industry. Yeah, that really is the state of the music industry. And and do you know what you've you've ended up actually with everything out of that
1: exactly? A a, a massive a
2: plot twist is about to happen in the story.
1: So everyone, listen. There there is
2: hope. There is a good plot (laughs) twist that's about to happen. So when they drop when they when we got dropped, we were then like, okay, flashback. Like reverse. <laughs> when Universal dropped us, they gave us the rights to our album back. And then our management said we're gonna release it through their label. When we some bands can say probably sound bitter of like, oh, they they didn't, they, they didn't care or they didn't work. We literally have proof because they forgot to put a new record deal in front of us. To sign. So when our management <laughs> dropped us, we got a lawyer and said, Hey, um, can you get in contact with our label and management former management and tell them to take everything down off spotify and youtube own. and apple music because they forgot to make gray sign a record deal and gray wind own it all and they got back to our lawyers saying no gray wind signed a record deal uh a hundred percent and we we're like mm, can
1: show us that show us it
2: and they're like yeah it'll be over <laughs> next week a week passed that week turned into a year we were then told a woman <laughs> in- called joan in new york has it she doesn't exist. Me and Steph, <laughs> me doesn't... and Steph have never been to New York, but Joan in New York has our signatures. I
1: Hi,
0: Joan. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So, yeah. So me and Steph were like, we're not releasing any music whatsoever until we have that record. They messed up. We own it. I don't want to release new music, mm. and they they can make money off us for that, that they yeah. don't deserve. We yeah. we poured our hearts into it, and they made a massive massive mistake. Um. <laughs> so then. Finally, late 2021, mm-hmm. we get an email. Uh, hey, guys, from our lawyer. Yeah, they finally said that they can't find a contract. Um, here it is. You own everything. Everything's been taken down. And you're just going to be re-uploaded. You can re-upload it next week. So the moment that happened, I turned to Steph and was like, okay, now no. we can finally promote our yeah. debut album. We re-uploaded it. I went on to TikTok. This is what an Irish emo rock band sounds like. Car, our song Car Spin got 500,000 views. The next day, I posted Afterthoughts. This is what an Irishima rock band sounds like. Got 1 million views. The next day, I posted another song <laughs> off it in autumn. Got 5.8 million views. Then I posted again. <laughs> got 7 million views.
1: It's crazy.
2: We went from 3,000 followers to 110,000 followers in the space of six days. Just with, from
1: promoting, just from doing the basic
2: thing. With the songs that got us dropped because they weren't yeah. good enough. So that's why yeah. I'm always, people listening, if you're in a band, do if you stop, believe yeah. in it, do not listen to anyone. anyone. Like, yeah. like if you know, if you're yeah. in your heart, like when we recorded our debut album, like we knew these songs were special because we poured yeah. everything into it. And I'd like, even like reviews saying it's incredible, yeah. amazing, or if people don't like it. Once as long as we yeah. love it, that's all that matters. So yeah. when we got the rights back, I was like, I know something special is gonna happen. Then, yeah. like it's like we're signed to a massive management company and a major label, and I have three thousand yeah. followers on Instagram. Then when they all drop us, I now we now yeah. have hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. It's kind of like so you
1: don't need and now we have we're so lucky, like we were saying earlier about Casey, how we're now with a manager that actually cares and yeah. he's in a band too. So he gets it. He's been through stuff himself. He understands, he he feels for us with our story. He like connects to it himself. So yeah, you have to just surround yourself as well with the right people, which is, which will take time. You it, it, And it is rare because the music industry, like we said, is difficult. Yeah, as long as you so, believe in yourself, yeah. you literally
0: can Can I just it. say something folks? I, uh, this is a story that's been going on for years. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I, I just give you everyone a, a real life example. They're, they're up there, uh, it's me
1: Aww. years ago. I, I was 21, Aww. I was in a
0: band, I was in a band at the time called the Colorful People. Um, we were signed to a record label. Um, it the whole thing got broken up, friendships got broken up by Aww. solicitors. These Aww. things, these, these yeah. things happen, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean you know, there are loads of you out there that may have trod the path at some Mm -hmm. point and there's loads of great musicians over the years who won't have made it because of people putting their hands in someone's pockets and just trying to make money out of it etc um great story today from greywind um i hope that gives people hope yeah if if you've got if you've got your music and you believe in it and you know when you've got something special you've got some great songs trust in it because yeah, you know we now live in a world where actually people can elevate you
2: 100%. yeah it's
0: in
1: the fans hands now That's whereas what, before yeah. you had to rely on a label to promote you with money in and sense. now fans can decide who they want to give their money to and support and buy merch from and who they want to stream on spotify and apple music it's like i love now it's the label's
2: aren't uh, aren't power.
1: important like and they're not the powerful ones we
2: played is, yeah. we've I think we played two shows in the last two years and I've made more we've made more fans this week yeah. alone than we yeah. would of if we're than bands that have been touring for years yeah not saying that live isn't important because it's our favorite thing in the yeah. world it's just for there's some the amount of messages I see of I can't start a band yeah. or it's like literally just the, make some music if you're in your yeah. like or if their yeah. dream is to sign to a label like someone's dream right now is like we're proof that Literally, we had never played a show. We have no mm-hmm. connection. We live in the south of Ireland. It's just the two of us. We just posted a song online. They
1: will find you. And they like, will find yeah. you.
2: Like if, yeah, they, if, they, they, they find will find you. They will find you. So literally... <laughs> but, um,
0: if, the, if the quality's there, yeah. if, if, if what you stand for yeah. resonates with other people and you have the self-belief,
2: yeah.
0: people will find yeah. you. I started this three and a half years ago in the middle of covid um I I just said, I'm going to make something that yeah. respects musicians because I've been there, seen it, done it, got the t shirt. Yeah. And uh I knew I could do this because I've had i you know, I used to work in radio, etc. I knew I knew I knew I could do stuff like this. But you know, loads of people will tell you out there. Oh you can't do that. There's so many other things out there. Just believe know. that you can do it. Believe right. you can do it and and you and I had I had uh, a lovely um on X. I hate calling it X now. I still think of it. I, know. I, don't, I, know.
2: I don't call it X either.
0: Right, you know, <laughs> on 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 that which was formerly Twitter, yeah. I had a, I had a message the other day from um uh, a Radio 1 rock DJ who's who listened to some of my interviews and was saying I oh, really love what you're doing, and It's great, isn't it? You know, yeah. I think it's I think it's lovely that we live in a in a world now where actually things are coming together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just I just think if you if you if you think that you can do it, just go and do it. It might yeah. be crap to begin with. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You'll you're get just, better. Yeah,
2: exactly. 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 It's just yeah. like so, a lot of people think like. I think the when you're growing up, the advice I always heard was just get out there and play shows and shows and you'll get better and better. Or because we could never have a band, we were forced to make our songs good. Yeah. So literally all my biggest advice is literally songwriting. Like, just focus on writing the greatest song you can possibly can at this moment in your life. Yeah. Don't you don't need to play shows and play 10 songs that you haven't really finished yet. Literally just pour your heart into songs. And literally you and that'll all
1: follow. It's like we haven't played that many shows, but I can't wait now because we've perfected our songs. So now yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like playing live is my favorite thing yeah. ever. But if I was playing 10 really bad songs yeah. in a set, it wouldn't yeah. matter. It's kind of like you we know? haven't even played
2: we haven't <laughs> yeah. even played 50 shows as a band yet, but because we perfected our songwriting, it's we've been us. able to play yeah. Reading and Leeds, yeah. we've been able to play Rock and Ring and yeah. Isle of Wight and download and And support some of our favourite bands. And
1: even then on, like, TikTok and Instagram, it helps people, they help people hear you. Like, people will, if it is good, I know even people will listen to kind of bad things, but, like, if it is pretty (laughs) decent, they will listen to it, and people will connect to it. Yeah,
0: you're right. People will watch people, uh, uh, you know, cutting their own toenails on (laughs) TikTok. But but the point is, people were more likely to watch something that's decent. What is, what's, left for you in 2024 or the 2024 coming up what's the what's the big push for you now um now you've got everything lined up your ducks are in a row um
2: yeah so, yeah, it, so we just released our new single um antidote um last on friday and the reaction to it has been insane. absolutely insane like so i'm surprised it's brilliant oh thank, thank you so much you. but um so yeah so now <laughs> we've got like i said we've just got back from la last week and we've recorded so much more new music and we're about to announce some shows in the next, I think in the next week or yeah, two. And she'll
1: be in the UK. And releasing
2: yeah. so much more new music. And, but yeah, it's kind of like the power of social media has been kind of it's crazy. Helped,
1: it's helped kind of resurrect us because people even told us we were done. People said we were dead. Like, music yeah. industry, music <laughs> we were,
2: industry people people. Like, yeah, they
1: literally said quit. Even, <laughs> even the way that we were dropped, all those times that was them trying to hurt us and yeah, exactly. try to destroy us. And we, yeah. we've uh,
0: seen over the past six months or so, we've seen a lot of independent bands manage to get either the top slot on the album charts or yeah. close to the top slot on the album charts. 100%. And there at the moment, there seems to be a real kind of wind of change happening in, yeah. in the music industry. And part of that change, which uh, I'll give a shout out to one band that were doing this the other day, um, uh, the lottery winners, for example, not your kind of genre, but uh, you know, uh, certainly in there, were were saying that they're trying to find bands for support slots going forward who they feel meet the ethos, and so they can give them an opportunity. Are you are you looking in a similar way? Hundred yeah.
1: percent. We're like, yeah,
2: we're not, we're not the type of people oh what do they have on spotify mm. what is the I was like are i yeah. my, my biggest thing is like how badly do people want it are yes. they on tiktok grinding are they on instagram yeah. there's so many bands that you like
1: when i don't see bands on tiktok i'm like just what or even doing? on instagram yeah, like, just like do it just, some people get like oh it's tiktok but i'm like that, well, like, that just
2: like change. advice for bands yeah. say if you put in for a support slot if we click into someone's instagram and they've only posted once in the last six months you don't want it no because i'm like
1: you're not going to promote the show you're not going to do it's, anything
2: like literally yeah. you can achieve the world is there it's in your
1: hands it's like, literally in your phone and
2: we're <laughs> the, like the literally we're the living proof yeah. like i said we had no one yeah. no connections to anyone and we've been able to achieve some of our biggest and dreams. we've had
1: the highest highs
2: on the and lowest then we're thrown loads. to the curb yeah. again and now we're rising like a phoenix once again, <laughs> thanks to social media. It's yeah. kind of like literally, like I said, we had three thousand followers. Literally every single day for ten days, we got ten thousand followers yeah. just from a seven-second clip of one of our songs. And
1: that show, we—it was a clip from a show we played in we're, Bridgewater. In Bridgewater, and I think there was about six Se- six people there.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: Bridgewater in Somerset.
2: Yes, couples. Was it couples? Cobbles- Cobblestones? cobblestones? Is that the oh it wow! Was, it was literally that's,
0: that's literally up the road.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, so, so yeah,
1: there was, there was literally six people there, and now that clip it, has changed our life Yeah, it's kind of
2: like <laughs> what's so what's so funny about that tour is like so we did the classic London, Manchester, and then we our agent said you're gonna offer for Bridgewater, and we were like we were like where is that? And we were like <laughs> we were like no one is gonna come to see us in Bridgewater. Why and is it? And we we're like and he was like oh no, it would be great. So we trusted. This person's no longer our agent. (laughs) So we played it. Like, there's probably like seven people there. And that clip has has, has got us 150,000. They were
0: were right about something. They were right about something. So
1: even if you're listening and you're a band and you're playing to no one, get the clips because that could change your life. Get the clip. clip. (laughs) Give us your friend a video. (laughs) or something.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. If you're a band and you're playing to no one, you're not doing it quite right. Because literally, just go out on the street yeah, at the venue, exactly. and and say to people, come in,
1: exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: drag yeah. the people in. I mean, yeah. it, that's the thing. You know, I, I think an element of that has got lost these days. I mean, when when I first started, we used to do that. We used to print our own posters. We'd find yeah. a venue. We'd put on our own gig. We'd that. drag people in you know you'd say you are coming to the gig i don't even like your music you're still coming (laughs) (laughs) but that's that was but that was part of it you know you were that keen to show off what you you were proud of
2: that's what i feel
1: like in a way that's what we've been like in a new age way of even social media of saying look at this we have this this is even, us. Like I said, when we had no
2: followers, yeah. I'm still posting like 20 stories a day constantly to now when we have a massive bigger fan base, I'm doing exactly the same. And I'm so I I, I love it because yeah. like hearing fans hearing us for because I think people, even if you're a band right now and you think, oh, those songs I released five years ago, if someone discovers that song are, today. Yeah. It's a new song to them today.
1: Yeah, because you're not yeah. in a massive band. It's like yeah. still, we're not in a massive band. Pe- people, t- a lot of people were still a new band, even though we've been going for like seven years or eight years. I don't even know how long it is now. My brain has gone. But it's a lot of people, we're, people think our debut album came out last year.
2: Yeah, it's treated like... It, it, because
1: it's treated like, because no one had heard it.
2: Yeah, it's kind so of like, like the classical, yeah. like you're a 10-year overnight success. Yeah. And now, like people are, now yeah. all our hard work is paying off. That's what yeah. So yeah, that's the biggest thing for bands listening. Just if you don't believe song, in it, you can yeah. literally achieve anything. And just don't listen to idiots. Yeah, because we were told
1: we were told to change our name. We were told just to quit, and we were
2: told to scrap songs. We were told we're like damaged, like, good. damaged goods. And like, and the thing is <laughs> yeah. that sometimes all those build up can like kill a band off. And yeah. be like, but yeah. we well, like, I lo- when someone doubts us, it's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I've got
0: to ask you one final question: Is there is there uh, a kind of show or something? That you a podcast, whatever that you haven't appeared on yet that you'd love to appear on. Um, I'd love to see, for example, uh, one of my favourites at the moment to listen to is Justin Hawkins writes again. I don't oh, know. If yeah, you've seen love, I yeah. would love to see Justin I, Hawkins uh, review Grey Wind. I think that would be great. Um, I'd love
2: Justin. Hopefully, he loves our music. I I'll know. be so, are we so scared watching him <laughs> do it. Like, he's like,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love that. He's but yeah,
2: but yeah. Well, yeah, he's number one. probably, Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah.
1: There's I'm trying to think. Well,
2: it's
0: just so real that podcast, isn't it? I, just uh, yeah, love- I, I
1: feel like the experiences he's had in his career. Like, I feel like he would, even if he heard what we've been through, I feel like he just understand it completely, <laughs> like, like you have. And- yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, and I and I also love the fact that you know, he, he obviously, it's a kind of hard rock kind of background yeah. and whatever. And that's his music, but he'll listen yeah. to anything, and he yeah, he
1: loves it all. Yeah,
0: he loves it all, and yeah. I just love that. I, I love that mm-hmm. about him. He it he just is quite real with all of it, um, which yeah. which is wonderful. Listen, thank you so much for telling. Basically, you've you've told the story today of yeah. a lot of bands, yeah, um, but but you've come out positively on the other side of it and i'm really really pleased that you have Thank because you, so you you deserve it you you're you know you're making some incredible music and that you're going to continue to make some incredible music i'd love you to send uh and we'll we're, we're sort that out afterwards something for the board oh, 100%. 100%. Right. <laughs> um i must get a gray wind t-shirt at some point and folks yeah. uh gray wind t-shirts are fantastic they oh, look amazing. Thank you. Beans, if you're going to, uh, I say this a lot of times. If you're going to stream their music, which doesn't really cost you anything, it costs a, you know, tiny bit to to get that black box from the the corner of the room to emanate the music. Um, yeah. It doesn't pay the band, so at least buy a t shirt.
1: Oh, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Buy so
0: that. Buy the t think- shirt. <laughs> Then you can listen to the music. <laughs> it's as simple as that. You can't listen to it effectively unless you've got yeah. the ticket. Um, you need to wear it while listening. Yeah. <laughs> but also, also, and you may go for you may go for the latest single here. But I have been uh, collating uh, a playlist of my own, which is the My Music podcast playlist, and every single person that's been on has a track on that playlist. Uh we're getting lots of people following it now which is absolutely lovely. Uh and everybody that's an artist has been sharing it which is wonderful as well. Um, so which track of yours would you like on the My Music podcast playlist?
2: I think it has to be has... our new song antidote.
1: antidote. It's a new era. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's a it like even the song name we found the antidote.
1: I feel like it represents <laughs> the even story. the story. Yeah, the story we just told it You'll hear the rage. That was when we were in our rage era, when we were writing that, of that all you happening. Can, you
2: can hear that <laughs> when people listen to our new single. They'll hear that that is dedicated to the music industry. Now that <laughs> yeah. you've heard the story, listen to the lyrics and you'll get it.
1: You'll get it now.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, Steph, Paul, you've been a fantastic guest today. Thanks for c- uh, coming God. on. Thanks for you know, uh, telling us a wonderful story. Of, uh, of, of hope really for, for a lot of people out there and um, good luck with the new single. Folks, oh please God. download the music, uh, play for the music, buy the t-shirt um, if you see them going down the street, buy them a coffee uh, oh, if, 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 do if, if nothing else <laughs> yeah, because you know and, and at least tell them that you really love their music as well because ultimately oh, no. that's the thing that really, really, really counts um, I'll be back Uh, soon with more my music uh if you've enjoyed this today please like share all of those sort of things uh um let your your mother your father your dog whoever know uh if you haven't liked it today well you can sort off um and uh until next time bye for now bye